Hi everyone, Grant for the Flame Learning Channel. In the previous releases of Flame, we introduced the image toolset, which allowed you to isolate parts of your images and apply various VFX or look developments to those parts. So you could use these tools for grading, compositing and final finishing. This would be done using a Kia, a mask or even a combination of both. These operations are 2D pixel-based isolations. With Flame 2020, a new form of image isolation has been introduced which is 3D-based. This is known as the 3D Selective and it takes 3D information such as a Z-Depth data pass and a Normals data pass to break up your shot and apply grading, VFX and finishing to your images. This is available in the Timeline Effects environment batch effects and batch. This video will look at the general 3D selective workflow as well as how to apply a Z-Depth data pass to the selective. The next video will cover the usage of a normals data pass with the 3D selectives. If you would like to follow along, please click the link in the description below to download the zip file. Alternatively, if you're watching the video podcast, then please type the displayed link in your web browser. Go into a fresh batch group and import the media using the import node. Ensure the color space is tagged as Scene Linear Rec 709. You could be working in a different color space, but you need at least 16-bit or higher in order to use 3D data passes in the image tools or in action. In this instance, the material is 32-bit. This clip is also an embedded multi-channel clip, but this workflow will also work for separate render passes, as well as data passes generated in another action node. Now if you select this clip and press Shift-C, you can uncollapse the clip to see all the channels. There is the Beauty, Z-Depth and Normals pass. If you toggle through the channels with F4, and stop at the Z-Depth pass, you will notice that it is totally white. This can happen when the Z-Depth is rendered with absolute values and we just need to remap the values into a usable state. You could do this in an action at a later point, but let's quickly do this in the Batch flow graph. Go back to Batch and drag out a Matchbox node. In the browser, locate the Exposure Selective Effects shader. Now connect the Z-Depth channel to the node and double-click for its controls and switch to the result view. Firstly, tell the Matchbox shader that the input is Scene Linear. Next, decrease the exposure to around minus 10. This reveals the Z-Depth data and you can now use this in a 3D selective. As a reminder, depending on how your Z-Depth was rendered, this may not be a required operation. Now let's look at how to use the 3D Selective. Go back to the Batch node bin and drag out an Action node. Connect the Beauty Pass into the back of the Action node and then disconnect it. This sets the resolution and the color space of Action. With the Action node selected, press Ctrl N twice for two media inputs. Connect the Beauty channel into Media 1 and connect the adjusted Z-Depth into Media Input 2. Double-click the Action node for its controls and press F4 for the result view. 
Since you'll be using the Z-Depth Pass as a data map and not an image, switch to the action schematic with the tilde keyboard shortcut and delete the second image object and its axis. Now you could work with the selectors using the action schematic if that's what you're used to. But a more visual method is to use the manager which was also introduced in Flame 2020. Switch to a 2-up view with ALT 2, result view on the right with F4 and switch to the manager on the left either by pressing 8 or going through the viewing pull-down menu. Now let's apply a selective to the CGI cityscape. Select the surface in the manager and apply a selective with a master grade via the contextual menu. As a reminder, you can use any selective effects with the selective, so this is not just for grading. Double click the selector for its controls and start developing the look of the cityscape. Now this affects every pixel in the image. To limit the effect of the selective effects, you could use a Kia or a mask, and you can learn more about those tools in earlier videos in this series. But in order to use 3D data as part of the selective, you first need to assign the data pass to this surface object. Switch to the Action Media menu and select the Z-Depth Pass. Next, select the surface in the Manager and using the contextual menu, apply the selected media as a Z-Depth map. Expanding the surface's materials, you can see the Z-Depth map is now assigned to the surface. Now I just want to highlight a very small but important piece of information. If you quickly go to the Z-Depth map controls, the depth type is set to Media Input. This means that the Z-Depth map is expecting an external input, like our Depth Pass for example. However, there is also Global Analysis and Face Analysis, which use machine learning to calculate and create a Z-Depth Pass if you don't have one. This opens up some amazing capabilities, and these options are covered in the Machine Learning series available on the Flame Learning channel. Returning back to the Selectives controls, you can switch to the 3D AOVs menu. AOV or Arbitrary Output Values is another term used to describe a 3D data pass. The default type is set to Distance, and if you start dragging the Amount slider, the Selective activates, and the Z-Depth map is now being used to create an isolation mat for the Selective. So the selective effects is being applied to the image based on the 3D information rather than a 2D key or a cutout. To see this very clearly, with the selective still selected, hover over the result viewer and press F8 for the selective mat object viewer. This is the selective mat being generated by the Z-Depth Pass. If you play with the amount and gain sliders, you can control how much of an influence the Z-Depth will have on the Selective's isolation mat. You can even change the types of falloff for different fading effects. This is not to be confused with feathering or softening on an edge. Another type of adjustment you can try is Range. Range allows you to isolate a portion of your depth, 
and by adjusting its origin, you can slide the range along the Z-depth which can enable you to isolate foreground or background objects. Looking at this in the result viewer with F4, you can see the grade affecting parts of the shot based on its depth. Going back to the selective object viewer with F8, the final type of adjustment you can make with Z-depth is near far. This is very similar to the range type where you can also lock off an area to isolate. However, in this mode, you manually adjust the near and far planes to set the size of the isolation. Returning back to the result view with F4, you can see how the selective effects is only affecting the region within the selective. Now, if the edges are too harsh around the isolated mat, some of the types have a fall off adjustment. However, the 3D AOV is part of the selective. And because of that, you can still apply post-processing blurring to the selective and this will smooth things out even further. You also have the Shrink and Dilate options as before. These three controls will be applied after the Kia, Mask and 3D Selective. Finally, one last point to mention is the processing order in which the various isolations are applied within the selective. First you have the Kia, which can be constrained by the 3D AOV. The result of that is then constrained by the masking tools and any input mats. To illustrate this briefly, you have isolated the building with the 3D AOV. The Z-Depth Pass has also affected the ground as well as the buildings. If you just wanted to isolate the buildings and not the ground, you can constrain the 3D AOV using a mask. Call the contextual menu over the selective and create a free G-mask. Very roughly, let's create a mask just around the buildings. To blur the mask, you could either add an edge gradient or switch to the selective controls and use the blurring tools here. So there you have a selective that was isolated using 3D data and further limited using a G-mask. In the next video, you'll learn how to create isolation mats with a normals pass. So instead of creating mats based on depth, you can create mats based on their normals in 3D space. Don't forget to check out the other features, workflows and enhancements to Flame 2020. Comments, feedback and suggestions are always welcome and appreciated. Please subscribe to the Flame Learning channel for future videos and thanks for watching.